Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. All right, Marketing School listeners have a special message from our sponsor, DreamHost. If you want to rank higher on Google, you want to make sure your website loads super fast. Check out DreamHost. Not only is their solution super affordable, it'll make your website load faster and they have amazing tools and support for your business to ensure that you grow and succeed. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm your host, Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about our top five favorite WordPress plugins. So I guess I'll go ahead and kick things off and make things simple. Initially, you know, I've always looked at SEO plugins for WordPress just to make sure I have everything right where I don't have to worry about much. So this one's simple for me. I'm going to go with a Yoast SEO plugin. You just have to make sure that you're setting it up the right way and really maximizing it so you don't have to worry about your SEO in the future. It's really made things a lot easier because when I first started doing this stuff, there wasn't a really good SEO plugin out there that kind of just takes care of everything at once. For example, when I have a post or a page that I want to know index, I can do it easily from within Yoast SEO and I don't know how to code. So it's easier for me to just you know make the SEO changes that I want. So that's the first one. Neil, what's your second? One plugin that I love is called Thrive and Thrive lets you do content upgrades. So let's say you write a post on seven SEO tactics that will double your traffic. Well, what Thrive lets you do is create a opt-in within your blog post. You know, you can add it after the first few paragraphs and it's a little option and that opt-in is very relevant to that blog post and only that blog post. It doesn't show up on other blog posts, just that one that, you know, on the seven SEO tactics that will double your traffic. And the opt-in could be like, download the checklist of the seven tactics, or it could be like, Enter in your email to get seven more advanced SEO tactics to double your traffic. These are all just examples. But what it does is it allows you to leave a relevant call to action within each of your blog posts, and that will help you collect the most amount of emails compared to any other type of opt-in that you have on your blog. And again, it's called the Thrive WordPress plugin. So the third one is a pretty link. So I really like pretty link because it Let's say I'm promoting affiliate or uh, if I'm promoting somebody else's products as an affiliate, I'm able to cloak the link or I'm able to make links on the fly. So for example, growtheverywhere.com, let's say I'm promoting Kissmetrics, for example. So I might say uh, growtheverywhere.com slash Kissmetrics instead of like a weird long URL where you know the affiliate link is actually nested in. So that way I'm able to have a really nice link and I can actually track kind of what's going on in the back end of, of, of WordPress in my dashboard, I can see how many times the link is getting clicked and also, you know, over time, how often it, it's getting clicked as well. So pretty link is great. You know, when I'm running Facebook ads, I'll also, you know, create pretty links. If I have different products on my side, I'll do pretty links too. Or if I have a really long uh, URL, um, same thing, you know, from some, some other website, you know, I'll also use pretty link to, to track kind of what's going on. So that's number three. What is number four, Neil? Sure. Most people don't use this plugin. It's called Polylang. And this one requires quite a bit more work, but it produces the highest ROI from a traffic perspective, at least to my blog and many other blogs that I know. What Polylang allows is your blog to work in multiple languages. Everyone, or most people, try to create their blog in English. And I understand why, right? It's a really popular language, and majority of the world, or a lot of the world, speak it. You go to India... Kids are taught in English. You go to China, a lot of people there learn English as well. You go to different parts of the world, a lot of people know English, especially in the tech world. But 
the majority of the population in the whole world doesn't speak English. I know a lot of people do, and it's one of the most popular languages. And sure, most of the articles on the web are in languages like English or Mandarin. But what about all these other languages? For example, Spanish. There's a shitload of people who speak Spanish that don't speak English. It's over 400 million people. Why not translate your content into Spanish? And it takes a year before you see results. Within six months, you start seeing some search engine traffic. Within a year, you see a lot more. And what Polylang allows you to do is manually translate your content. The reason I say manual and why that's important is I used to use another plugin called Transposh. It automatically translated my blog into multiple languages. I saw a huge increase in search traffic. I forgot the percentage. I wrote about it on Quicksprout. And I realized that I got way too many complaints about the quality of the translations. And I was worried that one day I was going to be hit with a panda penalty. So I just removed that plug and I started doing it manually. And I'm at the point where, let's say, uh, Portuguese, Brazil Portuguese, it's the second most popular language on my personal blog, Neil Patel. And it'll overtake English, my guess is, within the next four months. That's how much traffic I'm getting by translating my blog to different languages. So the fifth one, and we actually have time for a couple more, so I think we'll rattle off a few more. But the fifth one right now is co-schedule. And this is something that really works well, especially if you have a content team. So if you have an editor and if you have a few other writers um, helping out, this is great because co-schedule, it's also a web application as well, but there's also a WordPress plugin. It's basically going to allow you to organize everything into a nice editorial calendar. It is a paid plugin, but it just makes things easy. You can schedule social posts. You can assign posts to other people. And it just makes the whole editorial process a lot easier. I will also say, you know, even though this one's about, I think it's $69 a month, you can also use a free WordPress plugin for your editorial calendar, just called Editorial Calendar. And that can help you kind of set up the basics initially. So that's number five. What is number six, Neil? Sure. Before I get into number six, I was just looking at my blog and I'm logging into WordPress. I realized that the Thrive plugin is called Thrive Leads. They probably have multiple plugins, so make sure you, if you use it, download the Thrive Leads plugin, and that's the one that'll help you collect the most amount of emails. Another plugin that I like using is Vault Press. Every blog I've created over time eventually has an issue with servers or something. And I pay really good money for awesome engineers, and I have a good team because we create complex software products, so this WordPress stuff isn't that complex. And I pay for amazing hosting from Amazon to WP Engine to Rackspace. I've tried it all. But a lot of them run into issues. And a lot of these hosts claim they back up your site. You know what? You'll still run into issues. So WaltPress has saved us so many times. I can't even count. It's worth whatever money they charge you each month. They back up your blog. It's well worth it. Every time I create a blog, I make sure I sign up for a new WaltPress account. Great. And number seven would be WP Smush It. So WP Smush It allows you to condense really large image files and just makes it easier to, to load things faster for your reader. So that, that, one's, pretty, um, that one's pretty straightforward. Uh, Neil, do we have a number eight? Yes, we do. WordPress Popular Posts. So in my WordPress admin, which I'm looking at right now, I use WordPress Popular Posts. And the reason I love that plugin is in your sidebar, you can showcase your most popular posts. If you notice on Neil Patel, I showcase mainly guides in there, like a guide on online marketing, a guide on digital marketing. And you know what? If you Google a lot of those terms, you'll notice that it rank really high. For example, I rank number one in the U.S. in Google for online marketing. Heck, I also rank number two with a different site. But the point I'm trying to make is both those sites that rank in the sidebar, I link to those guides from every single page. 
I don't necessarily use rich keyword anchor text, but by linking throughout my sidebar, what happens is Google's like, all right, this guide must be important because he's linking to it from every page. Let's slowly move it up in the rankings. It takes roughly a year to get top spots for competitive keywords, but I do this on all the guides. Don't really build links to them. That's how I rank for them really well. All right, and number nine would be, this is one I recommended in the past, but it's called a WP Checklist, I believe. And this allows whoever's writing, whether it's freelancers or full-time writers, they can see a checklist of the criteria I'm looking for for each and every piece of content because you do want to have some type of standard operating procedure. I'll give you an example. If you look at Neil's blog, you look at neilpatel.com, or if you look at Quicksprout, everything is long form. Everything has a blog post image, and there's a lot of images Everything is kind of backed up by examples. There's links and references, case studies. You do want to have a type of process or otherwise people are just kind of going to go all over the place. It's the same thing as when you're, you know, when you're hiring people to, you have to have criteria. So WP checklist is going to let you set these criteria. And then when your writers are writing, they can kind of check it off inside of the the, the WordPress um, tool and they, they can, you know, they'll be able to kind of visualize what's going on with the post. So I think, I mean, since we're at nine already, we might as well cap it with 10. Do we have a 10th one, Neil? Sure. It's one of my companies, hellobar.com. And the main feature I love using in it is called the page takeover. I use it on Quicksprout. And what I do is I promote my Facebook channel. So if you haven't liked it, it says, hey, like this Facebook channel. And it cookies you. So you only see it once per unique visitor. Or that's a setting you can use on your blog. And from doing that one little simple thing, I get anywhere from 2,000 to 3,000 new Facebook fans every single week. It's really effective. All right, great. So we went from five to 10 favorite WordPress plugins. So hope you all found that helpful. Let us know in the comments or you can tweet at us. Let us know what you found very helpful and let us know what your favorite ones are. So see you in tomorrow's episode of Marketing School. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.